0: Evening Saints fans and NFLers around the world, welcome to the Best Saints Podcast, this side of the Mississippi. I'm your host, Dayton Brown. We are the Who Dat Dish Podcast as part of Fansided. Thanks for joining us today.
1: What's up, guys? I'm your other host, Tyler Raymond. We are recording live on Periscope for the first time ever. Second week straight, we are providing you guys with some wide feedback of this podcast with us today to help Commemorate this amazing episode is St. Charlie from Twitter. In case you guys didn't know, we've had him on before uh, for some awesome special episodes, and he's back again. So, what's up, Charlie? How are you? Great, guys. Awesome to be back.
0: Welcome uh, back to the show. Obviously, you live yep. in uh, Maryland, uh, so yep. I'm sure you were pretty pumped about that uh, Redskins win that the, the Saints <laughs> had. Obviously, local to you. Um, unfortunately, though, we're, we're coming off a loss, uh, which we'll get into, but. Charlie, thanks for coming back to the show. Uh, we, we noticed you, you've actually also started your own little mini um, podcast, right? Sandlot Sports?
2: Yeah, so Sandlot Sports is um, <clears throat> it's something that me and a group of friends are sort of slowly putting together. Um, and the challenge with that is one of my partners that I'm doing it with, he's, he's located in California, and I'm, as you said, in Maryland. So right. um, we're trying to marry up our times. So that's something that's not necessarily um directly related to the saints that'd be something more just general uh sports related um and then as far as my own podcast i i'm in the uh, process of putting together um you know something small for the saints i actually have a bunch of episodes recorded already i just nice. haven't pulled the trigger yet on a on a platform um but uh it's always great to be on with you guys and talk to other uh Likewise. Talk to other, um, you know, fans about about the Saints. Sitting in there doing it by yourself is one thing, but to talk to you know two other really dedicated fans that are knowledgeable is makes it even better.
0: Appreciate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. excited to see your yeah. stuff. You guys can follow Charlie on Twitter as well at Saint Charlie. He has some uh, game film breakdown that he puts on there. Um, mainly roasting Devonte Harris, which I love, uh, <laughs> is what it's been we the past you. couple of days. Which we'll, we'll get into more depth. Uh, also, <laughs> here is the this is for Charlie, obviously for joining us. Totally forgot to do it. First, introduce you. Welcome to the show, Charlie. Uh, again, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, let's jump into articles of the week, a segment we haven't yep. done in a little bit here. Uh, it's where Tyler and I will just quickly jump into two articles a piece from Whodatdish.com to highlight it. Um, I'll go first just because I have an article of my own that came out yesterday um it's pretty simple Uh, i mean i'll go more in depth later uh just called how the saints lost to the rams and why it won't happen against carolina i think that game was all about time of possession um and and the sustained drives that the the rams were able to have uh against our defense that it looked so good uh so so be sure to check that out and just go to whoadish.com roy anderson has a fantastic game recap um just summarizing the game what happened what worked what didn't so uh, how about you tyler
1: Yeah, actually, I've got a great article by our editor, Roy Anderson. Let me show you guys. So, let's agree, Devontae Harris is not an option at Uh cornerback. So, what this um, article gets into is basically what I think all the Saints fans right now are either thinking or screaming at their TVs at this point. You know, Um, it's whenever it comes time for, you know, a cornerback that's injured or a cornerback can't play, Devontae Harris is in, and it's not really pretty. You know, you have him uh, missing tackles, missing assignments. He's missing a lot of things. And uh, another thing he's missing is Saints' attention. Uh, they want him gone. They don't want him starting. So, yes, yeah, a great article by Roy. He uh, takes a look at those, you know, what's been really uh, getting Saints fans all riled up in regards to that. But, yeah, make sure to check out all the fantastic articles at Who That This. We have some great ones like that one on the website today. So,
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Let's get down to business. Uh, obviously, unfortunate loss. Uh, the Rams hosted the Saints this Sunday. It was an NFC playoff team battle. Both teams are tops in the conference. Uh, yeah. Instead of picking up one number nine in a row, uh, the Saints ended up losing 26-20. to 20. Uh, They are now 8-3 and three and fourth in the NFC. Let's go around the table. Yeah. I'm going to start with Charlie. I'm most, most interested to see what you have to say. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say it very simply. Uh, how are the Rams able to pull off this win?
2: <laughs> so, like, <clears throat> during the game, I was taking some notes. I typically take notes on during the game, and then I rewatch the games on NFL Game Pass on Tuesday morning. And then I kind of go back to my notes and either confirm or expand upon what I wrote down. And then, like you were saying, sometimes I'll, I'll tweet out some videos of things that stuck out to me. And, and it's been fun uh, the previous eight weeks doing that. Uh, right. and, and just... And today mm-hmm. when I did it earlier this morning, I um, it was kind of tough because it's hard it was hard to find a lot of positives. There were some, like I you know, I posted some stuff about Brandon Coleman and, and how he he, he single handedly opened up that touchdown for Kamara. Um, but yeah, this morning's in basically was my reflection on the game. I was going back through my notes. So my first two notes I got special teams, terrible. Yeah. Kenny Vaccaro, bad. <laughs> Yep. um so the special team you know this is kind of a it's kind of a disappointment because we bring in this special teams guru and last week against the redskins it looked like we were maybe making a little bit improvement at least in the return game um and then and then this week special teams is all around bad i mean props to lutz for um you know will let's nail in those 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 field goals um but i mean even the onside kick attempt was just putrid and he's not necessarily i don't yeah, I just don't know why he does that. Like, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl onside kick, that was executed by Morstead. I don't know if that was just, you know, luck or, or whatever, where it was hit perfectly, but maybe we should try something else, Um, you know, in practice when we go through our special teams portion. Um, <clears throat> Kenny Vaccaro, he had probably his worst game, you know, next to maybe that Patriots game, probably his worst game of the season. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty obvious. So, th- so how, how did the Rams win? The Rams – Historically, you know, if you remove last year's um, whooping that we put on them, the Rams always play the Saints tough. The Rams are, are kind of remind me of the Texans, and they 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 sort of match the Saints uh, very well with their defensive personnel. Teams with uh, really elite front fours, yes. they give the Saints fit uh, yes. fits because you know Breeze is not the biggest guy in the world. He can't he can't see everything he, the way. Our passing attack has flourished since 2009. Is we build our offensive lines from the inside out, and and we do that because we have a quarterback who's listed at six feet. Although you know, I love Drew Brees. I don't know if he's even six feet tall. Mm-hmm. Um, and we open up throwing lanes for him to see through down the field. And a lot of his throws are based off feeling. It's not even like he's reading the whole defense throughout the play. And what the Rams are able to do is they're able to get pressure and just clog up those throwing lanes. And you could see it all game long as far as the offensive side of the ball. Breeze was clutching. He was holding on to the ball. Um, and, and part of that has to do with, look, guys, we just don't have fast wide receivers. Ted Ginn Jr. Right. is fast, but we just don't have receivers that are able to get separation quickly. And we've been able to sort of mask that with Kamara um but all of that just kind of came crashing down against the Rams. They had an excellent game plan on both sides of the ball. On defense, they're going to come at you with their front four, maybe send a fifth guy, and then they're going to play man on the back end. And that just matched up perfectly with us. And then on defense, they sort of hit us right where where they needed to hit us, where we're starting our, you know, fourth and fifth cornerback. And and you know, th- that's how that basically is how we lost. And then we only converted what two or three third downs on offense. Mhm. Just yeah. all around ugly. I mean, it was yeah. <clears throat> ugly game. We lost yeah. because they were just better than us.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Before we get to you, Tyler, I just want to say about that that Morstead okay. onside kick. Yeah, I think the only reason it worked in the Super Bowl is because Hank Basket, uh, for the Colts, it, it went right into his chest and he just fumbled it out. Other than that, Morstead is just, <laughs> awful. and yeah, special teams were atrocious this week. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Uh, Tyler, what about you, man? How did the Rams yeah. win this game?
1: Uh, they, they were the Rams. You know, um, I think right now the Saints didn't play like the Saints. You know, I think if you take the team that won all those games consecutively, eight games consecutively, consecutively, they won them in a row. Close enough, close (laughs) enough. And, you know, if you take a look at that team, and then you take a look at uh, this team that came to play against the Rams, you know, it it was a bit different. Here's why. One, we didn't have – all the key playmakers that we needed. Obviously, I think it would have been a little different. I think, based off what I saw, I think we still would have lost if we had Lattimore and Crawley. That's just my opinion. Um We—it's just the penalties were atrocious. So you guys want to say the special teams was atrocious? The penalties was were atrocious. Yeah. There's so many yeah. drives where we needed points. We needed a field goal. We needed a touchdown to catch up with them. We couldn't seem to get. We had to punt the ball away. Because of stupid penalties, that pushed us farther and farther back. Um, we had Armstead that went out, that you know obviously hurt us because we had to move P over to left tackle and we had to have Kalmete come in and play guard. Um, I just think I don't know. Like if I had to describe one thing, you know, like one sentence to put everything in perspective, like if you were outside looking in, oh wow, the Rams beat the Saints. Why is that? The Saints were on the same page. I think right now, everything that they were trying to accomplish, they just didn't end up doing, you know, and yeah, it, it's a shame because this is a win I would really love to see, you know, going down the stretch. You know, it's crazy to think that we're eight and three right now, and we've only lost to three teams that all have, you know, they're doing phenomenal right now. You have the Vikings, the Patriots, and now the Rams, but um, I, it's just unfortunate that you know, the one time we lose, you know, the past so many weeks, a couple months actually. You have Carolina and Atlanta right behind us, you know. So surprisingly, but yeah, I the Rams beat us because we didn't come out on all cylinders, you know. And another thing too, we didn't devote to the run a ton either. But uh, at you? all?
0: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I that, that that's an excellent point. Um, I think the key to this game, the factor that that lost us the game essentially, uh, and and why we didn't look as 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 good as we should have, I'm gonna say play calling, and the the reason. Obviously watching the game you can tell when Kamara went to the bench for most of the third quarter even though he was on fire. Uh that was that was ridiculous. That that was crazy the fact that he was on the bench for for a majority of the third quarter. Uh and and also the fact that we didn't have a turnover and it, even though the interception we got was lucky, uh we still got a turnover. So so we were uh we had plus 1 in the turnover margin and we still lost the game by 6 and it wasn't even that close. Um, so I, I'm gonna test a lot to play calling. I don't know if if this was more on Carmichael or or Sean Payton, um, but Drew Brees was 22, 32, 246 yards. Got sacked three times. He got sacked one time less than Goff, who who seemed to have forever in the pocket. Um, Kamara five carries, 87 yards. Ingram 11 carries, 31 yards. Didn't look as explosive as you pointed out, Charlie, uh, on Twitter. He 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 just didn't look like Ingram. Uh, and and shout out to obviously the Rams front four, like you said for. Uh, controlling the trenches throughout the game. Yep. Um, Kamara, six receptions, 101 yards. Ginn had seven receptions for 71 yards. I mean, execution of the plays was was fine, in, in my opinion. Obviously, I, I think that the blocking and the running on, on Ingram's uh, plays was not good, and I, I feel like Bree should have slung the ball down the field more. You can't really complain about that, though. I think that there needed to be better play calling. Uh, the Rams' defense didn't, didn't look dominating and in, in terms of like controlling every single you know point on defense but uh because of the play calling because we weren't giving it to our best player who had the hottest hand they were able to engulf ingram and like you said our our offensive line this was their shakiest game for sure armstead didn't play that well you you, you look back on the film and, and you see a lot of missed kickout blocks or seals that probably could have gotten ingram or even kamara more yards um, yeah, so I'm just going to test the play calling. Got to give credit to the Rams. I think that they played one hell of a game. Todd Gurley and Jared Goff are a great duo. Uh, and I think that Cooper Cup, Sammy Watkins, those are those are weapons that Jared Goff needs um, to look like the number one overall all quarterback. 354 yards, obviously. Had 15 incompletions, but still, he he slung the ball 43 times. Uh, they, they are committed on Goff against this defense. When we were la- missing our two starting cornerbacks, and it just so happened to happen... All in one game. It was unfortunate. Devonta Harris looked bad. Kenny Vaccaro looked terrible. I mean, this is a contract year yeah. for the dude, right? He's trying to go out there and make money, and he plays like this. Makes exactly. you feel a little yeah. bit shaky. And he's had some, I mean, the past, uh, obviously, other than the Patriots game, like you said, Charlie, all the other games of the season, I think that he's played as one of our best defenders out on the field. But in this game, he just looked really bad. I don't know if his that one play when when he just got beat down the field. I don't know who the completion was too, but I don't know if the sun got in his eyes. But that was that was high school. That was high school coverage by Kenny. That's what I say.
2: You know, know, that's like, and he wears a visor. Yeah, and his excuse in the in the post game or whatever was, you know, I looked up and I lost the ball in the sun. How is it? I mean, Kenny's from Texas. Texas is very sunny. Yeah. (laughs) It's a bright place. And and the Rams were playing in the same sun. Like I've heard on Twitter and on different fan boards, you know, people defending the fact that, oh, you know, if you've ever done anything outside in the sun, it's hard to see. I don't care if it's hard to see in the sun. Dude, you're paid to play football and the other team is playing in the same sun. It's like – Oh, it was raining. Well, you know, was it dry when the other team was playing? Was it cloudy when when Cooper Cup looked up to catch that pass? No, he had to find the ball and track it in the sun, the same way you'd expect. You know, our our our—he's one of our defensive leaders. You know, to that that to me, and honestly, man, I'm glad you brought up Kenny Vaccaro because it wasn't just that play. It wasn't just that. That was just one of the plays that really stuck out. But I counted at least two. Maybe three penalties that were huge. That were huge he committed, and it's and it weren't penalties that like. They were penalties he was committing because he was beat on the route. Like the receiver was getting behind him, and he was grabbing or pulling or hitting. I think he grabbed a face mask on one play, and then there were other plays where the flow of the play is going opposite to to his his side, and he's sort of jogging down the field. And it's like, yeah. you know, it may be a jet sweep to the right with Tavon Austin, and you're over on the right or the left-hand side of the defense, or the opposite side of the defense, you never know if he's going to cut back across the field or what's going to happen or if the ball's going to come out and we need a saint there ready around the ball. I mean, it was just, I don't know, guys. That was a weird game from Kenny Vaccaro, and I fully, fully expect a bounce back. He leads the team in Mm -hmm. picks. He's one of the top tacklers. He's the lifeblood of this defense next to Cam Jordan. I fully expect him to bounce back and be a monster on Sunday. You guys
1: want to hear something crazy? Right now on Periscope, obviously, for those of you who don't know, we are Periscoping to get your live feedback on this unfortunate loss. Uh, Check out the Who Dish podcast on Twitter, the WDD podcast. uh, See the stream live. We have a couple comments. And right now, Marshall Marshall A. Mack on Twitter says, I think the biggest thing was that the Rams wanted the game more. Simple. What do you guys think? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect, sure. Perfect
2: comment. Yeah. Perfect comment, Marshall. Look, we <laughs> there's a lot of players on that Saints team, or my bad, the Rams, that played for the Rams last year. Mm-hmm. And they remember the way we completely embarrassed them. And we didn't just like beat them really bad. I mean, we ran the score up. We're up like what, three, four I mean, touchdowns. Willie and Sneed. we oh. got Willie Sneed throwing trick yeah. play touchdowns. There's a lot of players on that Rams team that tasted blood and they won it. And you know what? They went out and they got it.
0: Yeah, 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 and and also I think that the Rams knew the importance of this game more so than the, I. I feel like the Saints just were kind of lollygagging almost, so to speak, coming into this game. Started out a little bit slow. Um, again, the bad play calling and whatnot. I just don't think the Saints. Yeah, Marshall, that was great. I don't think they took it seriously enough, or or, or they just didn't want it as much as the Rams did. Charlie, you just said a name, Willie Sneed. I, I don't think I've heard that name in, in, in a few years. He's this uh, guy that, just,
2: if, I think a couple years ago, he played for the Saints, who, and he was, he? he was good. But this year, I I don't know. I, yeah. I thought I saw him flash.
0: I thought so, too. I, I guess not. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that that's also a, a factor into this. Hasn't hurt us the past eight games with Sneed either being out or, or just a ghost on offense. Uh, Wasn't present yesterday, kind of when we needed him a lot. Uh, so I well, think that that's a factor too.
2: He did I, have, I think, that first, I don't know, that first scoring drive we had. He did convert a pretty big third down for us. But um, yeah. I did I, earlier when I was doing, when I was doing my quick, you know, fake film study of the game. I did, I think, tweet a picture, and it was a perfect comparison of Brandon Coleman. And Willie Snead, Brandon Coleman, he's kind of always been like this disappointment to fans. You know, we're always like, dude, you're literally the twin of Calvin Johnson. You're both six six, two hundred and thirty some pounds, and can run. Why are you not dominant? And it's just not Coleman's skill set. Coleman's a big possession guy, but he is one hell of of a blocker downfield. Yes. And on that play, when he blew up those two Rams, Willie Snead is is running across. If you go back and watch the play, he's running across the field. Watching the rest of the play happen huh. and I can guarantee you in films on Monday morning the coaches were letting Willie Sneed know hey Kamara may be on the other side of the field and he may be you know uh, <clears throat> Breaking out to the right-hand side of the of the play But on your assignment his assignment on that play is to get downfield and block the safety Thank God Kamara is fast as he is right because he was able to outrun the safety But Brandon Coleman is right next to him knocking two rams on their back and Willie Sneed is watching the play if this offense is going to be able to make a stretch run into the playoffs, Willie Sneed has to be a factor. Because I hate right. to say this, I love Alvin Kamara, and to me, he's running away with Offensive Rookie of the Year. But if if a team figures out a way to neutralize or slow him down, what happens to our offense? Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I he's think it's the a,
2: lifeblood of the offense.
1: Yeah, and I think a big thing right now is you know I think this team would be so much better if Willie Snead actually, you know, got back to himself. Look at what we've been able to accomplish right now with Brandon Coleman stepping up. You have Michael Thomas, who here and there, you know, when he hasn't been overshadowed by a billion other cornerbacks, has been able to accomplish it. You have Brandon Coleman at times, who has been, you know, um, pretty productive, you know, when we need him to be. And then, uh, of course, you have the main star of the offense, Alvin Kamara and uh, Mark Ingram doing it all. But you figure if we have someone in the Willie you know, someone like Willie Sneed right now for this offense, you have players you have third down conversions that don't force us to punt. You have drives that don't stall, you have more points probably put on the board, you know, to help us get more wins. I, I agree with you, Charlie. I think right now that if the Saints want to become more effective, they need Willie Snead back. And the funny part is though, I was checking uh Willie Sneed's Twitter out the other day. And I think he agrees. I, I think a part of it comes back to maybe he thinks he's back, but maybe Drew Brees just isn't throwing the ball, or maybe Champagne isn't implementing him more in this offense. I think they need to try and implement him as much as possible. Yeah, you-
2: his, <clears throat> his snaps are low. He's not getting yeah. as many snaps. But Brandon Coleman has got three touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Michael Thomas has two touchdowns.
0: Isn't that something? Have- they don't isn't have that more. something? And 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 Thomas, you know, where's the, Thomas is probably going to have thousand yeah. yards receiving on the, on the year two and he might end up with less than five touchdowns. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: It, where's the well? You know what it is. I think part of it is um, we're able to actually run the ball in the in the in the red zone and score touchdowns. And if it's not that, then Alvin Kamara on those choice routes down there, he's unstoppable because I mean you can have the most athletic linebacker in the league covering him and nine times out of ten he's he's gonna he's gonna beat that so yeah that's sort of the I mean our red zone efficiency is not bad I think we're like fourth or fifth in the league in red zone scoring it's just really weird to see what's happened to the passing game and we've gotten by and I think we'll be able to get by but like I said if something happens and a team is able like the Panthers who have an elite linebacking group that can can, can slow down Alvin Kamara, Someone else in this offense, in the passing game, is going to have to step yeah, up.
0: I agree. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Um, and, yeah, and I said last week about how talented the – the I guess just the entire front seven for, for the Rams is talent on paper. Robert Quinn, Michael Brockers, uh, Aaron Donald, one of the best players in the league. And then you have Alec Ogletree. I mean, I mean, the, these guys dominated their football players. I do want to yeah. say something positive before we get on to, to what we should work on. Uh, I think Von Bell had a great game. Hit 11 he tackles did. and a sack. And I think that Marcus Williams also stepped up. Uh, I think he's been, he's been playing great as a rookie all, all season. But uh, the only reason that interception happened for P.J. Williams was because Williams took a, a great angle at it, forced Goff to kind of throw the ball a little bit underneath. Because other than that, that's a touchdown. Williams got beat. That's a touchdown. Williams took a nice angle. To, to have Goff kind of readjust the pass After that everything is just luck for it to land into Williams arms but uh, Shout out to Williams for that or, or Marcus Williams <laughs> not PJ Marcus Williams um, So Obviously we've talked about how, how the Saints Lost how the Rams won uh, Tyler let's start with you what are they Going to need to work on or, or Maybe fix mm-hmm. for them To recover from this one get ready for Carolina what, what's, what's that one thing you're looking at that They, they really need to address
1: I think it's more than one thing to tell you the truth, but um, okay, a couple of big things. I think the offensive line needs to be more consistent. I think right down right now, it's it stems from not having as many um, penalties. You know, you figure if you have a clean you know pocket for Drew, you give good opportunities for Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara to run the ball, catch the ball, you know, all that good stuff. I think it all stems down from the offensive line and the big guys up front you know um uh, when i used to write a bunch of articles I, i'd always say that if you want to win the game you're going to need to do it with the big guys up front leading the way for you and caroline right now i checked out their stats so they've got a pretty decent defense what they've been able to accomplish um i just think right now yeah uh, we're gonna need arms set back we're going to need everybody healthy we're gonna need everybody on the same page we can't let silly, uh, silly penalties be the fault of us falling to eight, eight and four so I, i'd probably go offensive line first and second close second with me like 1a 1b uh special teams you know yeah. that i think that's all that needs to be said special teams yeah. get better there you go how about you charlie to beat the
2: panthers um well historically when we play well against the panthers we're able to <clears throat> hit cam newton and get him off his get him off his launch point and yep. cam is one of those guys where if you get him off his his launch point or if you make him sort of uncomfortable back there or if you frustrate him his 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 passes is sale and you saw it um last week against the Jets. so the key to to getting back on track is just just to execute a well uh a well orchestrated game plan and that didn't happen last week it, it you yeah. know Flat out, the Saints were outcoached by the younger uh, Sean McVay and then the son of bum, Wade Phillips. I mean, we were <laughs> outcoached. You have no problem yep. saying that. And I bet privately in the uh, coaches' meetings, I bet <clears throat> you know Peyton and the boys were saying the same thing. We, we were coached. So, yep. you know, execute a good game plan. Do what works against the Panthers. You have to <clears throat> neutralize Cam Newton's running ability, which is easier said than done. Get him off his launch point and get his passes to a sale. And create some turnovers. I mean that that's how we turn this season around against them. Um we are now, assuming Crawley and Lattimore can come back, even right. you know, even with the loss of Okafor, we're a better team now than we were week three when we beat them. The mm-hmm. problem yeah. is they, they are a better team as well, even though yeah. they've kind of lost some receivers since that game. You know, just just execute, do what we know works. Um and 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 it's honestly it, it it's kind of, sounds kind of simple, but I, I think it is. What what have we done in the past that's worked against Cam Newton, um, and and
1: execute that Get pressure? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something it, we don't vocal for right now.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, but there is a Cam Cam rivalry, Cam Jordan, Cam Newton. Uh, that 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 the people of Carolina are, are very concerned about. There's an article <laughs> on HootieDish.com by Roy Anderson. Check it out. He goes in depth about it. Pretty crazy stuff. I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, this it's. The the Rams were just better prepared for this game. I think that the players wanted it more. You If if you watch McVay in the locker room, before, after games, during practices, whatever sound bites you can grab, as far as I've seen, he knows how to communicate with players. He knows how to get the best out of all of them, and I think that's exactly what we saw on Sunday. against Again, Saints had all the momentum in the world. We won eight games in a row after starting 0-2. Nobody thought we would have been there, so... um, we had all the confidence, all the momentum, and we, like you said, Charlie, we were just out. Coach, I think that they prepared a lot better. So going into Carolina, this coaching staff just kind of has to look at everything and, and, and go position by position, group by group. What are we gonna have to do better? Because you know, again, that loss. I think I think that we were a much better team than the Rams, uh, personnel wise like the- on the roster, on paper, stats. You just look at the statistics. We're a better team. Um, and and we lost the game by six points. And again, it wasn't even close. We, we had a touchdown towards the end. But Kamara has a nose for the end zone. I don't know why we didn't give him the ball. I think that's, some, that's <laughs> something to pay attention to is that we – I mean, Ingram is still going to be the every down running back for us. He's still going to be our starter. But Kamara has the hot hand right now. And, and we, I, I don't care if we were paying Ingram a lot more money and we told him that he's going to be the starter. If Kamara is playing better, he needs to get the ball. He needs to see the field a lot more often, at least than he did. Because, again – Putting him on the bench for a majority of the third quarter? C- come on. I mean, there are no words about that. That's totally yeah. on, on the coaching staff um, and everything. So before we jump into um, a quick break and also previewing the the Panthers Saints game that we just brought up, do you guys have any other thoughts about this game? Maybe maybe percent playoff chance you give the, you give the Saints right now? Because we're fourth right now in the NFC. Still haven't clinched the – um, NFC South, or, or sorry, obviously nobody's clinching a division this early, but we're, we're not even close to clinching it. We're only a game ahead of the Falcons, and we're tied with the Panthers for first. Um, any other thoughts on the game? Percent playoff chances? Uh, whoever wants to start first, go ahead.
1: Okay, I'll take it first, Charlie. Sorry, if go you're gonna... no, go for it, buddy. Okay, so I think right now, uh, I'll mention this too that I think, um, that I think the Saints hopefully will be humbled after this loss. You know, I think I've always been the first to say that. You know, I think if they if this team learns anything, it's going to be more from a loss than it's going to be a win. I think the Saints' playoff chances are still very high right now. You know, they're eight and three. You know, that's still very good when it comes to the NFL, especially the NFC right now. I think um, just any any other things I want to mention that the Saints will hopefully take what they you know, screwed up in, in that game against the Rams and hopefully put it to good use and change the mentality, change the way they approach this game in hopes that it gets to them 9-3. Because right now, I think, if you beat Carolina, the division is yours. If you lose to Carolina, that's a different story. But playoff chances, I say, are still very high. Well above 50%. How about you, Charlie? Here's what
2: I'll, I'll add. One more grape about this Rams game. <clears throat> yep, it the Rams... Going into, going into last week, we're ranked the 28th worst defense in the league against the run as far as yards per game. And yeah. they were the third worst uh, defense in the league as far as rushing touchdowns per game. The Saints, on the other hand, are number one in the NFL with rushing touchdowns at 16. And we were number three or four as far as rushing yards per game. And – You know, I don't know what Pete and Sean and the guys were thinking when they were putting the game plan together. Maybe they saw something on film that we, you know, just we don't see as fans. But if you just looked at the matchup, it looked like, you know, we're down a couple corners. It's the first game that we're going to play without uh, Okafor. So our defense is hurting. We're getting back Klein and Vicaro who are just coming off injuries. Um we know what works and our strengths that got us these eight games in a row played right in to the matchup. If you looked at it on paper and that first drive of the game, we, we didn't, we didn't run at all. We didn't run the ball at all. And we didn't run, we didn't run enough and we didn't run in times where we absolutely needed it. And I thought, like, like I said earlier, I thought Mark just, he, it was weird. He just wasn't feeling, it. he was missing holes. He didn't, you didn't see that burst from him that he gets when he sees the end zone. Um, those are my final thoughts on the game. I thought, like we've repeated over and over again, I I thought we got outcoached. We had a bad game plan, and then whatever game plan we did come up with, it didn't. We didn't execute it well. As far as making the playoffs, I think the Saints will. The Saints will make the playoffs. Um, and I think like this Sunday, it, it, <clears throat> the eight-game winning streak was fantastic. Um, and there's two different ways of looking at it at this point. At this point, it almost doesn't matter. It's like now we're entering into a five-game season because these next five games are going to determine, A, if we win the division, B, if we're a wild-card team, or C, if the wheels fall off the bus and we don't make the playoffs, which I don't think will yeah. happen. Um, but then the other side of that is because of those eight games, we're now in this position. So I do think we'll make the playoffs. I think we have a good chance at winning the division because the cards are all on our side of the table. Um but it all starts. It all starts Sunday. If we can sweep the Panthers, then we're really sitting pretty for the division.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. I, I totally agree. Um, I, I think. I think if we're, we're going to come away with with one positive from this game overall, when you just look at the overall stats, um, I, I think that we we somewhat uh, limited the Rams in, in terms of.
1: A um, little to twenty six points. Yeah. That's I mean. I the, mean. I mean. Should. Like
0: that's the one. It, I'm just looking at this. It could have been a lot worse. Uh, but here without that lucky interception, it, it could have been worse. So that was good. I think that they didn't average as many yards per play than I was thinking. 5.7 when they averaged close to 8. And they're, they've been tops in the league uh, all year because of that. But also I, I think that's because they had so many drives uh, that were sustained. So obviously they're running more plays. You're going to get less yards per play out of it. But we had 6.7. They had 5.7. Uh, Just just the passing yards were just absolutely lopsided. That's where they eventually won the game overall is is our our lack of coverage, cornerback depth. I think that, again, Goff even said it himself, and you could see it watching the game. We ran more zone than usual because we didn't have the talent to shut down their receivers. And Cooper Cup for a rookie, Fantastic. Uh, Sammy Watkins in the system. I don't care what system Sammy Watkins goes to. I think that he's an electrifying receiver. He's gonna he's gonna eat every game. Um and we just weren't able to do anything about that. And we just looked like we were stuck in the mud on offense for most of the game in in terms of uh passing unless somehow, you know, Kamara got the ball out of the backfield. Or, you know, running out of the backfield or whatever. Um as far as uh, percent playoff chances, yeah, I'm still giving us really high percentage making the playoffs. As far as getting like a top seed or even a buy like we were talking about last week vikings are looking great eagles are looking great rams are looking good carolina's on the rise and so is atlanta i mean if the playoffs ended today we'd have three teams from the nfc south in the playoffs um so <laughs> unfortunately we're in the toughest division uh in the league oh, not oh. just the nfc uh so so that's going to hinder it a little bit but you know i think overall i see the saints ending with the third seed uh and that's a home playoff game for us uh which which i think is, is going to be awesome Um uh, but other than that, I agree. i I, I, I think, think we're gonna need a mini, mini collapse. I put it in quotation the the collapse part from the Panthers and the Falcons for us mm-hmm. to even have a chance at at getting a a buy now. I mean, granted the the Vikings, I think they are, are, are gonna possibly they could win out. Their division is weak. A lot of their remaining schedule is against um their division, and they still have to play the um Falcons. Falcons and Vikings play. I think that that's going to be a go great Vikings. game. Yeah, yeah, go Vikings that's for that this game. Sunday at one. That's that, the that, game. I mean, that, that's the one o'clock game this yeah. this
2: week. If you're looking at the best, you know, yeah. that's it.
0: That's going to be a good game. Obviously, our game against Carolina. If we, if we, I think even if we lose to Carolina, there are still uh, certain measurements that we can win the tiebreaker against them. But I just want us to win, so it's just no question that we have the tiebreaker over Carolina because I think that's going to come into factor. I feel like both of us could end up with the same record. I feel like us in Atlanta and carolina it's possibly it's possible at this time that we could all end up with the same exact record at the end of the season it's all going to be about tiebreakers who beat who uh yeah. and, and who had the better record against the NFC who had the better home record blah 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 all that stuff that goes into tiebreakers so this sunday is, is going to be super important but uh rambled on a little bit sorry about that uh just oh, percent playoff chances i'm saying 80% making it uh by i think that's below 50% but um like I said, I think that we'll get the third seed, lock it up, go into the playoffs, have a home game. Um, but so yeah, that 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 does it for our coverage of the Rams game. After this quick break, which for us is three seconds of silence, is about a minute for you guys. Uh, we're going to jump into previewing, going into a full preview of the Panther Saints Week 13 game matchup. We'll be right back, guys.
1: what's up guys we are back did you miss us as always i know we did we're happy to be back to be talking with you guys some saints football so as we transition into our second topic first I want to give a quick shout out to periscope guys if you didn't know uh the who did that this podcast uh now uh hosts their episodes live you know whether that be on facebook live or that be in this case peric periscope this week check it out you know i For those who are watching right now on Periscope, thank you. And if you have any comments, feel free to submit them down below. We might be able to get to them in this episode. But, yeah, our second topic, the Saints-Panthers Week 13 Game Preview. So the Saints return home for their division opponent, the Carolina Panthers, of course, for the second time this season. The Saints came in Week 3, and we dominated. We ended up smacking the Panthers 34-13. The Saints and the Panthers, believe it or not, have the same record right now. And, you know, this is almost like a try or die, you know, situation for the Saints right now. Because if they don't win, it's not gonna be pretty down the stretch. We need this win to uh, further further get us down into the playoffs and hopefully with a couple home games in between, you know, um in the postseason. So but with that being said, what do you guys think? Uh, general thoughts about the matchups, personnel. How do you guys think the Saints, if they win Sunday, are going to defeat Carolina? You got the floor, Charlie. <laughs> well,
2: <clears throat> I think I think uh, Coach Payton said that the emphasis this week will be on time of possession and turnovers, and I think yep. that's that's really it. Um, <clears throat> as far as how we match up against them, it's a tough matchup. Um, you know, like I said. Comparing our running our rushing attack to the Rams rushing defense. It looked like it fell into our our hands Well this week, it's it's the opposite They the, the Panthers have a really good front seven and their secondary is improving mm-hmm. so they have you know the third ranked defense for uh, Rushing yards per game and then they have the six ranked defense for passing yards per game So, you know this game I am right there with coach Payton. It's all about turnovers We need to win the turnover battle um, and we need the dome to be completely electric. And we've got—it's—I mean—it's tough. Like I don't think they have a lot of weapons on the outside. They really don't. I think you'll probably see McCaffrey shift more so into that Wes Welker type of role. Yeah. Um, but the Panthers are a hard team to defend because they kind of—it's gonna sound weird. It kind of annoys me to watch them. Like they're like a—it's a gimmicky style of offense that kind of reminds me of. um of how the Seahawks were good back in 13 and all that, where they would do a lot of like the fake this, the read option that, the, yeah, you know, a lot of these, it looks like you're watching a college offense. It's it's frustrating for those of us that like to, you know, sit and enjoy pro style offenses, but you know what? They play to their strengths. Ron Rivera is one hell of a coach and that defense is playing lights out. So it's going to be, it's going to be a tough game. And all I, have to, all I have to say is thank God it's at home yeah. Um, yeah. because if, if we were on the road coming off a loss like that, we might be down a corner or two, and we may even be without our stud left tackle. It's not going to be easy, but I think you guys are right. We're in a situation where it's a must-win.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm totally on board with that. I actually think that we match up really well against this team. Obviously, you, you saw us winning, and obviously, they've gotten better. They've won four in a row, beat the Jets um, last week, who, who the Saints faced two weeks from Sunday. Um they're they've improved a lot i think that they they've just buttoned up a lot they, they're a lot more disciplined uh they're able to score a lot more than than they used to be obviously we when we um what what is it um i can't even think of the word but when when they only scored 13 points on us and um yeah. when we limited them there we go to 13 points uh in week three uh that was the lowest point our, our defense have given up in like three years, and, and obviously since then we, we shut out the Dolphins and, and you know we, we shut out the Bills as well. Or not shut out, but but we limited them to uh, not, not as many points either, but that game was really the awakening for our defense. Um, and so I, I just think that we match up well. It's going to be interesting to see. Pretty sure Lattimore is going to play in the game, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I feel like Crawley will also be back. I feel like their their injuries weren't too significant, so I'm confident in them. I, I haven't read any injury reports quite yet, but they, they didn't show up as far as being uh, questionable. I'll double-check real quick, but I don't think I saw them on the initial report. Um, yeah, it's Fleener. Okay, my bad. They are they are listed there. They are both questionable. Uh, but so is Fleener and Armstead, and, and I, I think that they both looked okay uh, last game. So uh, that's going to be something to look forward to because I think that's, that's going to be the key, even though the uh, – Panthers don't have a lot of weapons. If we don't have those two there, we're going to be playing a lot of zone coverage, and any quarterback is going to be able to exploit zone. They're going to be able to find the windows, especially with our linebackers. Charlie, how many uh, interceptions do our linebackers have this season?
2: Goose egg. Goose not egg. Ruin. Zero.
0: <laughs> Zero. So, so, you know, I, I think that they've done okay pass coverage, but if you can't get an interception, you're not going to scare any quarterback or any team. So, running zone coverage is going to be the nightmare for us. So hopefully Lattimore and Crawley are going to be back able to, to at least try and shut down uh, some of the guys. But yeah, I think McCaffrey, you're going to have to watch out for him as far as the defensive side of the ball, uh, for the Panthers. I mean, just very athletic team. They're going to be able to get to Drew Brees a couple of times in this game, especially if, if Armstead's injury is more significant than we think. I, I, I think that he'll be okay. But, uh, I don't. I don't think it'll be too bad as to where Drew Brees won't have time in the pocket. Uh, I think you know. You look at the Rams game. I, I feel like he was rushed and, and and they are big guys up front. Uh, so even though he he wasn't per se pressured for most of the game, he was rushed. He was hurried, uh, which which is never a good thing for a shorter quarterback, uh, even if he is a Hall of Famer like Drew Brees. So I think that that'll be better for us on the end. I feel like Carolina will get a couple of lucky sacks possibly, but I don't think it'll be crazy, crazy pressure. Um, so I think that we just got to play Saints football. I think that we match up well against these guys. We execute our game plan. I think that that this this is definitely ours to bounce back heavily, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, Charlie. We could bounce back, and I, I feel like we could win again by uh, two, three scores against this team, even though they are they are on a roll. It looked a little bit shaky against the the, the Jets, um, especially in the beginning of the game. Um, so yeah, but I think that we match up really well against this team. What what do you think, Tyler? <laughs>
1: Uh, I was going to say, I think right now the key to this win, you, you, you heard it here uh, first, folks. I think it's going to be uh, make Cam Newton uh, be as awful as he possibly can be. You know, I think Cam Newton's the type of quarterback where he's either going to beat you and score four total touchdowns, whether that be throwing or running, or he's going to be the type of quarterback that will throw uh, ducks for uh, passes, overthrowing receivers You for know, uh, throwing them just not any – throwing uncatchable balls, throwing interceptions. And I think it's it comes down to the Saints to help transform Newton into that quarterback, the bad one, not the good one. If he's the good one, it's going to be a game, that's for sure. But um, I think they're going to have to hit him hard and early, hard and often. I think, you know, I think it comes down to maybe uh, mixing things up as far as what they do with their defensive ends. You know, obviously you have Okafor out. You had Trey Hendrickson play a ton, you know, uh, in the game against the Rams. I would love to see al Muhammad, just to see where he's at right now, you know, because, again, we're 11, 12 weeks into, uh, you know, the season. I would love to see his progress, if he's made any. I, You know, maybe just, um, maybe even uh, David Oniamata on the outside. That would be pretty cool to see, too. Yeah. But uh, I think right now the key to this matchup is you hit. It all comes down to what uh, Cam Newton gets done. If yeah. he sacked three or four times in this game, throws a billion, uh, a billion incompletions, and just looks awful. I think this is a game the Saints have in their hand very easily. But again, if you have a couple of cornerbacks out, your defense doesn't get any pressure. It's going to be a different kind of game. And, and when, it, where's it, it Sheld- a Sheldon, Sheldon
0: Rankins too? We haven't talked about him. He, he's yeah. been he's
1: been pretty he's good been though. Of, you know, <laughs> he hasn't had. He hasn't had all the, uh, you know, hasn't had like eight, nine sacks this year, but he well, ha- have to be, you know.
0: Right, right, and I, I think that he's been doing pretty decent in in, in the run yeah. game. Uh, I think that he's been filling filling the gaps correctly, but I mean, I mean, this, I, I feel like he needs to get more pressure on the quarterback for us to be more successful of a team, especially with you know the loss of of Okafor for the season. I mean, yeah. So <clears> I, <throat> if you look at, he, sorry, sorry, right, right before, but, uh, um. You You're saw good. Goff even even though he got sacked four times again, he felt like he was comfortable. Like all the sacks were him holding on to the ball for too long for the for the most part at least. Um, so you know you got to get guys in his face. You got to get guys trying to bat the ball down, make the quarterback uncomfortable in the yeah. pocket. I feel like Rankins need to do a little bit more of that.
2: The yeah. thing with Rankins in the passing game is he draws a lot of double teams. That's true. Yeah, that's he true. Does. And and he's you know that. I think Rankins is actually having a really good year. Uh, if, if I am, uh, too. the sack numbers, yeah, they're not there. Um, last year he was paired with Nick Fairley, and yeah. and when we had Nick Fairley, you know, when you're when you're looking at the, I mean, imagine if we had if we were fully healthy on that front line. Yeah, you have from right to left, you'd have Okafor, Rankins, Fairley, and we Cam Jordan. That's right. a that's a stellar front four, but that's not the case. So last year it was sort of pick your poison: Are you going to let the rookie beat you, or are you going to, you know, stop the the pro? And, and and really, they both had a lot of success last year. But um, I think I think Rankin's doing good. I, I think what we saw uh, not so much against the Rams because um, they're sort of they're more of a downhill running attack, unless they're doing those jet suites with Austin, which I thought we did a good job stopping. Um, against the Panthers. Going back to the matchup with those guys, you have to be able to set the edge against them because they're like I said, it's a gimmicky offense that runs a lot of read options. And Cam is he's just going to stare at the defensive ends on both sides when he's running those read options. He's yeah. either going to pull the ball or he's going to stick it in uh Jonathan Stewart or even McCaffrey's belly. And I think this is where losing Okafor is really, really hurtful because Okafor has been an absolute stud in setting the edge against teams that run off tackle like that. And in against the Rams, we had Sheldon Rankins running a lot of end, which to me was weird. That's He's not a – I know we were – I, I kind of almost think that they're kind of experimenting to see how we're going to live life without Okafor, and I don't think Rankins is well served on the outside. Um, yeah. But the problem is I thought Trey Hendrickson wasn't really up to the task either as far as setting the edge in the run game. And it, someone's going to have to step up. And yeah. I, like you said, I think, Tyler, you said, you know, maybe Onyemata, or actually maybe that was Dayton that said it. But I said that last yeah, week. I said. When, you know, we're everyone's freaking out. What are we going to do? And I said I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Onyemata get kicked out. But we didn't see that. So yeah. I don't know, guys. I think or we'll probably, probably and, see a lot of un- – Yeah, and un-
0: Muhammad continues to be inactive. I feel like – that could be a body we could put on. I mean, I might be just be crazy because you know I'm overly confident uh, in Muhammad and, and his ability on the end. But I mean, I feel like at least make him active for the game so you can at least have the opportunity to throw him in. I, don't know. I deactivate
2: if okay if our number if our number one and number two corners if Lattimore yes. and Crawley are both back. I'm yep. deactivating Harris and I'm oh, bringing yeah. up Muhammad. Oh yeah, oh, Harris
1: to the practice squad ASAP. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, hashtag sure. Harris to the practice squad.
0: I, Hashtag right. I, that. I, <laughs> I uh, yeah, he's gonna find it, and he's just gonna totally.
2: Uh, he's up- gonna find us. my Twitter account. And, <laughs> and try to. He's hunt gonna. Down all of us he's, right gonna
0: of- he's gonna I'm track of- us down. But I mean, that's what happens when you. Every, the world's watching. We got game <laughs> film, and you miss tackles like that. You miss coverages like that. It's inexcusable. It's, it's just. I mean, that that could have also been the reason we lost the I mean, I I, I hate to blame just one guy or, or one you know group of though. positions, that's but true. I mean. Our secondary was just with the mixture of Vaccaro and, and Harris against the Rams. Those it's two bad. guys. Those, need to Those two guys up.
2: accounted for. Oh, yeah. and how? About, <laughs> I, I just can't get over this Rams game. How about on the play where they where? Uh, Golf had all day because we sent we rushed three guys down there. Yep. I think they're on like the five yard line, and Goff is just hanging out there. He's you know, he's on the beach. He's on vacation in yeah. in the pocket, and then he fires it and hits a touchdown. We're dropping our our hopefully all pro. Sack leader yeah. Cam Jordan yeah. in the pass coverage over <laughs> the middle, and Golf is just sitting there. He's just hanging out. I mean, that doesn't I don't make know. sense. <laughs> didn't make sense. Yeah, no, Ooh, that didn't mind. make any sense. I don't. I, don't I do not want to see that this weekend. I want my Cam to hit their Cam and make their Cam yes. very unhappy. I want because. Newton on the ground.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so what do if, you guys think? Um, what would you guys say? Right now, if the Saints win, what would you say their playoff chances are at the moment? If the Saints defeat Carolina, they do it easily. It's 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 one sided matchup. It's not one of these things where Will Lutz comes in game winning field goal, or oh, you know, or, you know, right. it's one of these things where Drew Brees and kneels the ball at the end of the game. What what would you guys say is the playoff uh, chances percent wise for the Saints right now if they go nine and three?
0: Yeah, I, d- I definitely think it jumps up. Uh... Only because this would secure our tiebreaker over over Carolina. Other than that, so, we still got to play Atlanta twice. Jets are, are better than than we were thinking. We play the Bucks at the end of the season, which could end up being a trap game. So our schedule isn't really a cakewalk, so to speak. After this Carolina game, I mean, we we play Atlanta for the first time this season four days after this this Panthers game. Win or lose, we have to travel or. Right, it's on the road, right? Yeah, against Atlanta. Uh, We we have to travel to Atlanta to play them Thursday night football. Uh, So this win is probably our most – like the Rams game was the most important, but this game is, I, I would say, even more important, especially after the loss, but mainly because it is a division matchup and we need that tiebreaker. So I think it just jumps up simply because of that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, guys, we have five games left. Four of the five are against NFC South teams. I mean, yep. you know, I mean, yep. the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks aren't as good as 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 their HBO. Uh, what's that show? Um, Hard knocks. Um, Hard knocks. Like all the hype throughout the summer with the Bucks. Yeah, sure, they may not be as good as 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 they were supposed to be advertised, but they're still an NFC South team. You know, it's, yeah, it's a team. It's a it's a it's a game that's at the end of the year on the road. I mean, hopefully, we have the division locked up by then. That would be fantastic. But. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if we go, if we go into the dome on Sunday and we handle the, the Panthers where it's a kneel, it's a kneel down kind of win, not a, not one of like these last two weeks have been desperate games. If we go in there and handle, handle our business, I think making the, the playoffs, you know, barring an injury, knock on wood to, you know, Drew Brees or someone like that. Well, uh, yeah, think yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I just want to, you know, get the qualifiers out there. Yeah. Uh, a hundred percent. We will go to the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And I'd say about an 85% uh, we win the division. But, yeah, first round bye, that's, that's out the window because the Vikings beat us and the Rams beat us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so unless they collapse or, or... – do, yeah, or or we end up bad. with, with, are, those with those one game two very
2: well coached teams. Yeah. That's I could see yeah, us with we, the third team though. They're
0: awesome. I could, I could. third
2: I could or fourth. I mean, team. I just want to host the playoff game. Me I don't too. want to go on the road that first yeah. that first uh, that first round. Although, I mean, when you look at our strengths, we're sort of built to play on the road. But I don't want to use it until we have to use it. And
0: if we win the yeah. division again, that's another what last place to first place team in the NFC South, right? I mean, like the, how many yeah, times that happened? We were in
2: third. We were in third last year. The Bucks took third. Oh, you're right. You're
0: right. You're right. Wow.
2: But Bugs still we Bugs need to terrible. win the division. When was last time yeah. we won the division? 2011, right?
0: I think so. We didn't Maybe win it. 13 I don't think we won in 13, did we? No, yeah, 13, no no no, I we think, we went on the road against Philadelphia. Yeah, no,
2: yeah. Yeah, remember we were we were 5 and 0 oh, and yeah. then at one point we were 9 and 2. Yeah. And then you know, that year was we lost to the the Rams and then we lost to the Jets. The Jets loss really kind of killed us and and yeah. we ended up going 11 and 5 instead of 12 and 4. I think I think uh, twelve and four is should be our goal. Honestly, yeah. I mean I we're. Think, I mean yeah. thirteen and three should be our goal, but twelve and four should be an attainable goal mm-hmm. that could win us this division, get us a home game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think if if we have one more loss this season, it's going to be one of those matchup against the Falcons. Honestly, because i say it's yeah, going to be tough. But yeah, twelve and four would be good. How about you, Tyler? What do you? What are your uh, your uh, playoff percentage? If you had to give one, one
1: hundred percent. If we beat Carolina, cool. Um, I just I feel like you know as much as like let's say we you know crush Carolina again. I just feel like you know four games rest, you know, have forbid anyone get hurt, uh, you know, at home Sunday. I, I don't know if I could see us beating Atlanta, you know, in their new stadium. But um, let's see, uh, first round by that probably isn't going to happen. I'd love to see us with the third seed. That'd be pretty cool. I'm gonna say uh, maybe like sixty percent on that, but uh, cool. playoffs you beat Carolina hundred percent. Yes. Score predictions. What do you guys think? Uh, I'll save mine for last. What are your predictions wait. for the games today? Oh, Before
0: wait. we jump into score prediction, I I,
1: okay. I, I
0: just love doing this because last week it was fun when we did this. Let's go around. Give one thing, so pretty much the X factor, one thing the Saints have to do to win this game. I'll start with you, Charlie. One thing the Saints have to do. It could, it could be general. It could be one specific guy. What's one thing the X factor, the key to the game, Saints have to do to win?
2: Cam Jordan needs to beat Cam Newton. Cool. Hands down. Yep. That, that's what this game comes down to. My Cam versus your Cam.
0: Yes. I yeah. love it. And I really hope our Cam wins out. Uh,
1: Tyler? <laughs> um, two things. One, Lattimore and quality play. That's my X factor. Makes everything that much better. And... Charlie mentioned Cameron Jordan, so I will not. And I will say, everyone other than Cameron Jordan, if you have Trey Hendrickson, we keep Kaha if he gets any snaps, al Mohammed Mohammed if he plays, somebody, please, for the love of our Lord, get some sacks on Cam Newton. Please, get him to make mistakes. That's all I want
0: uh for me i'm gonna go out on a limb i, lo- I love that tyler i like that I-, I think that those younger guys need to step up for sure for <laughs> me i think it's one specific guy i would love to see step up and just play out aj klein going up against his former team nice. uh again you talk about the read option that the panthers run obviously it depends on the defensive end but if aj klein can stay disciplined get off some blocks even if they're you know have some sort of edge i think that klein can can recover and the middle got torn up against, I mean, we saw it against the Packers. We saw it against the Redskins. Not so much against the Rams. I think that A.J. Klein has been buckling down a little bit. I think that this linebacking core is stepping up somewhat throughout the season. Again, no interceptions. I feel like they lack in the, in the tackling. It seems that a safety or a quarterback is leading the team in tackling every game. So, A.J. Klein, I'm looking at you, man. Step up against your former team do do what we want cam jordan to do as well put put cam newton on the ground get get some sacks get some good coverages um yeah this this could be a breakout game for klein against his former team so uh yeah yes. yeah i'm looking at aj looking at aj for sure um Love and it. so score predictions guys Let, let's go around yep. uh first of all uh Roy anderson put in a, his score prediction for us obviously the editor at who that dish uh 26 to 16 as the saints winning at home charlie how about you uh, <laughs> i know i know oh, man. this is a
2: hard game to pick because if we don't have crawley and Lattimore, i'm gonna go out on a crazy limb and say we don't win i say if we don't if crawley and Lattimore, both of them as a package deal yeah. if both those guys don't play i'm gonna say the panthers win 27 to 24 um if both those guys play i'm right there with roy i think it's a 10 point win
0: cool i like it tyler
1: Uh, 27 to 17 Saints win easily.
0: All right. Yeah. 10 point win again. Uh, yeah, mine, mine, mine is, uh, mine's 28, 21. Uh, again, it's all dependent on, on Crawley and, and, and Lattimore coming in. If, yeah, if they're not playing, I I feel like the Saints lose this game again. We're not dominant at home by any means. Uh, so I don't know. Granted, I think that the dome is still at home field advantage, but the Saints just haven't shown it lately. Uh, so I, I don't I don't think that that factors too much into the game. Um, but, yeah, if Crowley and Lattimore are both out, this is going to be a loss uh, for for sure, almost. I'm pretty confident that this will be a loss. Our defense just did not look the same with those two guys out. But if they're in, I, I think that we get things back on track, get a get a nice, comfortable lead. We are a four-point uh, favorite in this game, uh, which is awesome. We were two-point underdogs against uh, the Rams last week, and, and we kind of saw how that happened. So, you know, being four-point... Uh, favorites. Uh, We have like a 70% chance to win according to ESPN BPI. So everybody's looking at the Saints and and thinking that we're going to pull this game off against the Panthers even though they are hot themselves. Uh, So that's going to be something interesting to look out for. Tyler, do we have any more questions from Twitter or Periscope we want to get out before we uh, sign off on the show?
1: Yeah. Unfortunately we don't this week, but we just wanted to appreciate everyone. Uh, We have a couple of viewers on Periscope right now watching. Uh, Shout out to you guys. But, uh, yeah. Unfortunately,
0: we don't have any questions this week. Maybe we'll next week. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Charlie, again, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Uh, you, man. Plug away at your social media for the people, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just at at Saint Charlie on Twitter. Um, and then, like I mentioned earlier, Sandlot Sports is something something different that'll you'll see a little bit more in the future. But uh, okay. and when I get my uh, my individual podcast up. I'll, I'll definitely tweet out the link.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When that, when that happens, we'll, we'll have Charlie on the show to, to talk more about that. So you guys are informed about that. Yeah. Follow him on Twitter. He's got some game film breakdowns, tweets during the game. Uh, just overall, great stuff again, Charlie. Thanks so much for coming on. Well, uh yeah, I
2: kind of lose game. my mind during the game. Though. Oh yeah. We've,
0: oh, that's okay. You know, that's what we. Love. That's yeah. entertainment. That's pure entertainment. If we're losing, really if we're it. losing,
2: if we're winning, yeah. it's you know, it's yeah. all it's all party time. But last week is is ugly.
0: Yeah, and if you don't like Devonte Harris, also follow Charlie because I mean, you'll <laughs> just love that as well. Uh, Charlie will be joining us next week as well. We might even maybe I don't know. I've tossed this idea around a little bit in my head. I don't know if we're going to. Um, Oh yeah, no, we'll probably do on Monday, and we might end up having two podcasts next week uh, as well. One of them will be with Charlie when we review this Panthers game uh, and preview the Falcons game on Thursday. Then we might have a podcast episode right afterwards on that Friday or even that Thursday night, talking about the Saints Falcons game, reviewing be... it with 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 Charlie. Um, so yeah, hot takes galore. Hot takes. Yes. So hopefully, hopefully we just smash on the twenty eight to three Dirty Birds, and uh, and we, we won't have to have another podcast like this, like like with the Rams game. But uh, still, a lot of fun. Thanks again, Charlie. Uh, Tyler, let's uh, let's do thanks some sign offs, man.
1: It's funny, first time I've ever been able to do this. I can actually show a picture of our Twitter handles, yes. so people can look at that. So I have it showing right now on Periscope. Everybody, thanks so much for tuning into the Who at Dish podcast. We want to thank the people who listen to Periscope, who watched us on Periscope tonight, today, uh, to check out this amazing episode, episode 24. As always, we are honored to be able to do this for you guys. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. This guy right here says Dayton Brown. Yeah, the other guy in the mic. Make sure to follow him at Dayton underscore Brown underscore right there. Me, this guy right here. Let's see. Yes, me right there. Follow me on uh, Twitter at M. Um, make sure to check out our official uh, Who That Dish uh, podcast account at the WDD Podcast. Make sure to check out the uh, Who Dat Dish Facebook page. Just search Who That Dish. Um, make sure to check us out on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. Just search Who That Dish. It says right there. So, yeah, other than that, thanks so much, guys, for tuning in and uh, make sure to check out these live feeds as well. We haven't decided yet 100% if we're going to go with Facebook Live next time or Periscope. But uh, just uh, we'll keep you updated if you uh, check our Twitter accounts. And make sure to send us uh, questions. We do polls. All that good stuff. So check it out.
0: Yeah. Again, guys, really appreciate the support. We're averaging about 600 of you Uh, per episode lately. Uh, So it's just been incredible the support you guys have given us Uh, again, following us on Twitter at the WDD podcast, best way that you can stay up to date and um, stay involved with the polls and and everything that we're doing, figure out who the guests are for the show. Um, Yeah. And, and and, and be sure to subscribe on BlogTalkRadio.com as well. Uh, That that's also super important, but thank you guys so much again. Thanks to Charlie for coming on the show. We'll see him next week. Uh, Go saints. Hopefully, they pull off this win against Carolina in the Mercedes Benz Superdome. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks again for listening.